Hi everyone, my name is Sue. I'm a full-time working woman in her late 40s and mom to two young energetic boys living on beautiful Vancouver Island. I want to take this opportunity to share my experience working with Rachel Varga. With aging skin and a busy lifestyle, I felt that I needed some serious guidance on how to tackle my skin issues and overall wellness. Since my early 20s, I have made my skin health, diet and exercise a top priority. But I eventually found that the skin and hair care products I was using and spending a lot of money on just weren't cutting it. I scheduled a one-on-one consultation with Rachel earlier this year in May and also attended the recent spring skin camp where I learned so much from the tutorials. During the one-on-one, I instantly felt a warmth and openness and Rachel really took the time to listen and provide practical and personalized recommendations. She now has me dialed in with my products and supplements to support me from the inside and out. After only using the products for a couple of weeks, my skin and hair felt incredible and it helped me to not only restore my confidence, but I am now receiving compliments on my healthy glow. Rachel also provided some valuable biohacking tips for both me and my family. Over the months, Rachel always took the time to respond to any questions I had. I recently had a 30-minute follow-up appointment with Rachel and again, it was such a pleasure connecting with her. Her expertise in the field of skin aging and radiance is unparalleled and I trust her completely. Rachel has changed my life and she has inspired me to strive to be the best version of myself in every way. I can't recommend working with her enough. Hello and welcome to today's episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. I am so incredibly thrilled to be here and hang out with you and have a good time and, you know, really talk about how we can look great on camera and have fun in the process. We have a very special guest joining us today. And before I introduce her, I wanted to warmly invite you to subscribe to the Rachel Varga podcast and be sure to leave a review and I'll be sure to highlight your review. Let me know what you enjoy learning about on the show here and also some things that you'd like to learn more about and be sure to also like, follow and subscribe at Rachel Varga Official on Facebook and also on YouTube where you can watch and interact live with these live recordings because I love to go live. Literally all my episodes are unfiltered. I don't even have time to edit. So what do we do? We go live. These are raw, real conversations and be sure to hit that bell notification so that you know when I go live next and check out my sophisticated skin cheat at rachelvarga.ca. It's a free download. There's this adorable little pop-up and I'm giving away some of my best top five skin tips for free right now. So be sure to get that. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest here, Stacey Honky. She has been on the show before. She's my go-to gal for looking good on camera and presenting our best selves. Stacey Honky is the author of the book, Influence Redefined, which I do have right behind me here, Be the Leader You Were Meant to Be, Monday to Monday. She is also the co-author of the book, Yes, You Can, Everything You Need from A to Z to Influence Others to Take Action. Stacy is the founder of Stacy Hanky Inc. She has trained and presented to thousands to rid business leaders of bad body language habits and to choose words wisely in the financial industry, to the healthcare industry, to government, and everyone in between. Her client list is vast from Coca-Cola, FedEx, Kohl's, United States Army, Navy and Air Force, McDonald's, Publicist Media, Nationwide, U.S. Cellular, Discover, General Electric, General Mills and AbbVie. Her team works with directors up to the C-suite. 
In addition to her client list, she has been the MC for TEDx. She has inspired thousands as a featured guest on media outlets, including the New York Times, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Thrive, Smart Money Magazine, The Economist, and Business Week. She is a certified speaking professional, a valuable accreditation earned by less than 10% of speakers worldwide. Welcome, Stacey Hunky. It is an absolute pleasure to have you back. Oh, it's so good to be back. Thanks again for trusting me and, and bringing us back so that we can just talk through some of the hot issues that have arise since you and I last met. Yeah, Stacey and I, we had a chance to meet about a year ago, and uh, we've been keeping up with communication ever since. It's been fun. Yeah, I can't believe we were talking about that before the show. I found you through Dr. Mark Hyman, guru, and I had heard you on a number of his podcasts, some other, Dave Ramsey, I heard you on, or Asprey, sorry, I heard you on his, and then I did my first consult with you back in May of last year. So I'm so blessed to have you trust me with your face and of your skin, because you're teaching literally some of the biggest CEOs and executives across the globe. Yeah. So what you learned from me, you're actually able to then employ into your practice to help others as well, which yeah. is super cool. Exactly. And I think it's so, so critical. You know, of course, I believe in my topic and this whole idea of communicating with influence. Now, though, being stuck in this tile, the topic is even more critical than ever before. And because your listeners only see this versus if we were in a boardroom, there's other things to look at. I think how you show up and how you stay showed up here is really, really critical on the impact that you're going to have on your listeners. Absolutely. So let's just jump into my first question. And, you know, let's just kick things off with something a little bit light, a little bit fun. But also the main reason why y'all are tuning in here is to look good and have great, healthy skin for not just now, but many years to come and do it in a way that you're limiting your toxic exposure to things like parabens, phthalates, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, and supporting companies that uh, don't test on animals and also have really good business practices. So that's what I help uh, all of you stay on the straight and narrow with. But Stacey, let's do a little bit of like a skin check-in. How can we get great skin on camera, but also in real life? Yeah. And I think, you know, I've got to really speak because you've changed. You did such a pivot for me back in May. And a lot of it was twofold. I don't know what I don't know. I know mm -hmm. what I want. And that is just healthy skin. That's it. But then when we were put in this virtual environment and probably like all of our listeners right now, I kept you keep seeing yourself every day on the Zoom. And I started to realize, ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. And I think just feeling looking good, meaning knowing that every step that you take for your skin morning and night, everything I've learned from you, even though it's it's obviously small change, it's not something that happens overnight. You feel good suddenly you look good. And mm -hmm. to me, influence truly is so much about the confidence that you have inside that when I know I'm taking care of my skin, biggest organ, right? And this is what everyone sees. And the Zoom, the virtual really hones in on that very small picture. You just, it raises your confidence showing up here all the time. And I know this for a fact because the clients, <laughs> I've learned so much about my clients over the last year. Some of my clients have had major work done, right? Work that, I don't know if you'd always agree with, and they'll show up with these big glasses on and I'm like, what did you do, right? And you can tell that it's, when I ask them, why did you do it? And they'll say, because I've been seeing myself constant here versus prior to last March, 
you didn't always see yourself 24 seven. So it's very important to feel good, which makes you come across confident, which then ties to your listeners trust. Definitely. And interestingly enough, I've actually seen an uptick of men seeking my guidance. And I, again, work with some of the biggest tech moguls, male celebrities in the world, which is pretty cool. So that's how I can call myself a celebrity skin expert. We start to work with and yourself as well. Right. So we're kind of feeling what people are wanting to learn more about. And the biggest things I hear from guys, because about 25% of the listeners here are men and kudos to you guys tuning in here. I love you guys so much. And it's low brows, hooded upper eyelids, lower eye bags, brown spots, large pores, loss of definition to the jawline. That's what I hear a lot of primarily from men. And then for women, it's the diffuse redness. It's, you know, getting the breakouts, what's some of the best products and makeup to use on screen so that you just continue to look kind of on point. And yeah, it's important to not just look good in your Instagram photos, but also in real life. So that, you know, the worst thing is when you see someone's picture online and then you meet them in real life, you're like, whoa, that is definitely not how I pictured you looking. And that you're bringing up a really good point because I know I reached out to you around the whole makeup question, because as I sat here and I saw myself and no matter what my lighting was, I realized, oh man, like I got to double up on it. Like it's yeah, definitely. We, we certainly do have to double up on, um, you know, what we do. And I'm just sending you a quick chat here. Uh, so yeah, just starting things basic with cleansing morning and night, moisturizing morning and night, sunscreen every single day, and exfoliating a couple times a week are some of the key spots where we can kind of get started there. And yeah, it's pretty fun having some behind the scenes conversation of what we're kind of seeing as the barometer of what's going on around us. Well, and I think you're bringing up another good point, because we're starting to get a lot of our clients saying to us, you know, help us enhance our virtual presence, as well as our hybrid presence. And you brought up the comment about making sure you are still consistent in your photo. as well as when you're here. And if you think about wherever your offices are going to take you, you may be not too long down the future in a boardroom with two, three people, and then you've got a whole virtual audience out there. So how does, does everyone see you as Stacy, the way that you want your personal brand to be represented? And it's the inside and it's the out. So it's how you show up. It's your messaging and how people experience you. But it's also your energy. So this is what I'm super excited to kind of unpack. Honestly, I feel like this is kind of like my destinies, this whole work around radiance. And it really encompasses body, mind, spirit, energy practices to support all of those different aspects of us. So Stacey, I'm sure you've seen this in individuals, top CEOs, because you help them show up on stage and be their best versions. If they kind of lack that like inner spark and inner energy and they're just kind of flat and you can kind of tell that you know there's stuff going on in the background that might unconsciously be showing up in the way that they present themselves this is getting like a maybe a little bit deeper than you were planning on going with me but I think that the energy stuff is really important to talk about for looking great on camera and in person huge 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 because if there's one common theme I'm hearing from every single client where you have zoom fatigue we're exhausted. We're on Zoom after Zoom. We cannot keep up with the messaging. 
So now that has raised the bar where suddenly it has become even that much more difficult to influence Monday to Monday, because whoever you're trying to influence here, they've had how many calls before you? And to me, the hardest thing it's been presenting through this virtual platform is you've got to put so much more energy out there because what will you do and what will you say to make sure that your listeners remember you? Because influence doesn't happen just off of one interaction. It's the series of the consistency when someone experiences you here. That's why it's so important, whether you're on camera, off camera, your social media post, it's always you, but it's the best of you. Because once I think you start messing with that consistency, people start guessing who's going to show up. You start messing with the ability for people to really trust and follow you. And one of the ways that I kind of get over Zoom fatigue, so say, for example, I'm training, you know, 30 doctors in a one or two hour session at a time. And I actually, a little tip that I like to do is I like to actually have the Q&A, the comment section live, because yeah. say I'm going over a concept and I got a little question there. It's okay. If someone has this question, probably more people do as well. And I want to to do that. And what it does is it actually makes it a little bit more fun for me. I'll use the uh, the individual's name who I'm connecting to. Some of the other things I get over Zoom fatigue is, you know, each time before a call, I ring my Tibetan bowl that I bought on a fabulous uh, majestic island near where I live. And I set an intention for each call, for each recording. That's actually something that I do. And Stacy, we did that. Uh, what I also like to do between calls is maybe just run up the stairs a couple of times, yes. put my feet on the ground outside, maybe get some exercise. I drink a ton of water so that I'm constantly, my mouth doesn't dry out and stuff like that. So yeah. just little things. What are some of the things that you do between calls? You got it. And I'll share what, not only what I do, because I've stolen them from our clients, right? And the advantage I have, I get to speak to so many different people on a daily and a weekly basis. The big one for leaders now has been taking the commitment of blocking out maybe 30 minutes a day and it, you cannot touch that time frame. And I started that back in, I was coached to do that for my coach. And he said, you're going to burn out so fast because I was doing these 7am till eight o'clock at night, like just all day long. Right. And I know it's not right, but it was just, I've got to get this accomplished. And I started one day a week, four o'clock is my go outside, walk, around Chicago, which is where I'm based. And now it's every day, Rachel. And I don't care who wants to get on my calendar at that time. You don't touch that. The other thing that some of my leaders are doing is even a five minute slot in between each call. Because what's happening, if you're Zoom after Zoom, you never get to effectively close, provide closure to the call you just had. And now you've got to get ready for the next call. If you don't have time to do that, how are you mentally and physically preparing that the best of you shows up every time? I have another client, another client who does, depending on the relationship of who she's trying to influence, she will do walks with them. And she literally sends the meeting notice, hey, I'll be out walking. Is this a good time if you can escape? And that I like that idea. The other is if it's rotating meetings, let's say you're meeting with your team every Monday, if you're not doing this already, you should not be leading the whole meeting. Alternate who is leading those meetings and make it a point that the first two minutes into these meetings, you're not doing the work and interact, interact, 
interact as much as you possibly can. We, some of the trainings that we do, if they're a little bit longer, we'll do breaks on the top of every hour, but we'll set up an assignment and we'll say, all right, everyone come back with some an, something new to drink for the rest of the day or for the rest of the next hour. All right, come back. We want you to do a couple of push-ups before you come back and we'll see how many you did, who, who beat the other person out. I think there's just, there's ways to make it entertaining. Again, it comes down to, what can you creatively do that still represents your personal brand, right? We still want to be consistent, but it's different. It's different than what everyone else is doing. We're on another Zoom. How's everyone doing today? We are here today to talk about, and already people are like, this email is so much more important than what is going to happen here. Got to think outside. I'm just no pun intended here, Rachel. You got to think outside the box. I mean, literally, you've got to come up with ways how can I get people to see my name on their Zoom and not think, oh, not today. I don't want to deal with her today. It's so dry and boring. Rather, that's going to be a fun call. That'll be a break. I had a, a call this morning with a client that didn't really, I've known him for years, but until Zoom, we have really become close. And I hear him trying to motion to keep his dogs quiet. And I'm like, I know you well by now. So I asked him about it. And he's like, you don't mind if they run? I'm like, no, let's see them. And suddenly it just opens up this whole other world of conversation. And it's also fun for you that you don't come on every call and you feel like, oh, it's just to check the box. But it is build the relationship, then check the box. I love it. I'm going to share one of my um, well-kept secrets, and that is, if you're watching this, I'm holding up my tuning fork right now. So my uh, TCM gave this to me, my acupuncturist, traditional Chinese medicine doc. And what I do is I hit it. This is going to be kind of loud on the microphone. And I just really love the vibration. And what's really cool is I'll actually hit it underneath the camera and then I'll just put it on like my hip bone or my knee. And it actually kind of wakes me up. I did this for a three hour um, session that I led with 15 health experts right when lockdown happened. And I really just wanted to get some good information out there to help people have happy and healthy households because we were going to be you know, locked in our homes for who knows how long. The worst thing that happened after that was actually a lot of my stuff got blocked which is really unfortunate. So there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes here with, you know, healthy information I want to share. And unfortunately, what can happen is then my stuff won't um, be seen or heard by those it could impact the most. So please be sure to share the podcast, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube with whoever you think could benefit from, you know, ways to look good and take names and crush life and, you know, be radiant in the process. Yeah, yeah. So how can we kind of, what are the how-tos for having fun by increasing our listeners' interaction and engagement? One thing I like to do, Stacy, is use their name quite a bit. What are some of the yeah. things you like to do? Yeah, ditto, definitely for that. Something that we do with our immediate team is every time that we meet every other week, everyone quickly goes around and talks what they're grateful for. And I want to tell you why that open-ended question is so important. And I use it with my clients. Sometimes I'll ask them, what's been the silver lining for you? What are you doing to take care of yourself? What are you doing to keep your people's head in the game? Because otherwise it's, how are you? Now it's so closed. And now more than ever to get through the fatigue, to increase interaction and engagement, the true key is someone who can communicate with empathy, which means 
figuring out where is your listener today versus where they were a month ago or two months from ago. And, and you and I got to do a little personal conversation before we started here, which allowed me to, to see where you're at right now. That question, that open-ended question is really going to help you go from here to figure out, oh, so this is where I need to take them. That's one piece of the interaction. The second is ask more open-ended questions than you ever have. And I challenge, I challenge you just even with whoever you're sharing your space with right now, tell them to tell you, bring to your attention every time you ask a closed-ended question. You might be surprised how closed your world is because if you don't ask open-ended questions, you've got a very closed knowledge level and experience level. The other piece, again, is rotating who's leading the meeting. I call people out really early on in, in, he, in this space. Always, always cameras on. All of our clients know that don't even bother showing up if you don't turn your camera on. It's not going to work. And I, just, I, I really preach that because I say to them, I want to demonstrate what you should be doing with your teams. Because if you let them not have their cameras on, unless you know there's something really going on at home, I get it, right? And there's an emergency or something you don't know if they're there with you and you need to physically see them because this is all you've got right now. And there's so much here about the nonverbal that we can still see to determine how they're doing. And then ask your team. If you're meeting with your team on a regular basis, ask them, what are the interaction techniques do you think we should be using? What's working? I ask my clients a lot. I do like check-ins and I'll say, you know, we only know what we know, but I'm so curious to learn from you too. What have you been doing internally that really keeps this interaction high? Love it. And uh, one of the things that I also wanted to share that you mentioned was doing like a real life check in. I was very open with you, Stacey. Like, how you doing? Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, you know, it's all fun and dandy daffodils right. and daisies. Right. Sometimes <laughs> right. it's nice that we can just feel comfortable enough to actually share some of the struggles that we're having. And then what we can do is actually share it it allows us to, you know, be more human with one another and also maybe offer ways that we can continually help and encourage one another too. And I think there's a lot of power to that, to just being real and sharing when things are on our minds. So true. I, I think about, you know, especially when we were really deep into this pandemic, when it was first starting and my clients just would open up and they'd be talking about these tragedies that were happening. And as tough as those conversations were, Rachel, if I didn't know that that's what was going on in their life, I could have really jeopardized that relationship because I would have come in probably too strong. I may have sounded totally not caring and authentic because I'm with my agenda. There's one thing this virtual environment has taught me is go back to basic communication one-on-one here, speak 20% of the time. If you can really get them to speak 80 and you can be busy taking notes, let them know you're taking notes in front of you to make sure you capture what's important to them. Your relationship can only go that much higher. And if you can do that well here, imagine what you'll be able to do when you do get to go back in person, you get some of those benefits of interaction back. Yeah, I have to say when I do a, a virtual one-on-one -on -one consult is it literally takes me about 30 minutes to hear my clients' needs in that hour session. So I actually kind of do... Um, it's not really 50-50 because then I'll answer questions as I'm explaining things. Maybe it's more like 60-70. And that's really key because I hate to say this, but the standard med spa model when you go in and you're meeting with a consultant, they're not even the provider, you're getting a free 15-30 minute session. What can you talk about in 
15, 30 minutes. It really takes me an hour to really be able to hear my clients' needs. What are their skin goals? What do they want to work towards? And then create a plan together that's going to be able to suit their budget, their lifestyle, you know, if they want to focus a little bit more on the at-home stuff, because getting into the clinic might not be as convenient right now. So that's definitely an approach that I like to take is to really give that time to share what's what's on what's on their minds. What are their true skin goals? What are they really wanting to learn from me? Yeah. What we call that really identifying your listeners why. Why is this conversation happening now? Why do they care about your topic? And, I, and the what is important and the how is important. But until you go to the why, the why taps into your listener's point of view, which that's what drives emotion, which ties to getting them to act on your recommendation. And I know when you and I met the first time, you were really good about, you just asked me the question and you listened. Now, the fact that, I mean, how sad is it to say, how many times do you feel like you're really being listened to, especially here versus you're just on that meeting agenda to say, okay, we're good, we're done. The fact that you come on, this is for all of our listeners, and you really put in that effort of, I truly care what your why is. Before we bring on mentees, for example, and that's a very intimate relationship, one of the questions I will always ask them is, why? Why are you willing to not only take the time, but why are you willing to really put in some grit here and do the work? And that will really, some people get really pushed back from it because they, they have never been asked that. And others, when they know that answer and they know exactly why, that's the right fit. I love that. So Stacey, what steps can we take to make sure the best of us shows up? Like when do we actually make that call? Okay, my energy levels are pretty low. I think I need to take the time just to recover. And, um, you know, when can we kind of push and get through a full day of calls? What's your barometer for that? (laughs) And and trust me, I am still learning this as well. So I'll just speak from the heart of what we've done. I find the time of day that I am really good about pounding and being on these. And I try to schedule as many as possible before two o'clock. It's just my thing. Now, that doesn't mean I can't do it after that, but... I know I can, I can push and I do really put the gaps in between, even if it's three minutes, it's enough time for me to get closure on one call and prepare for the other. I was telling you before we did this recording that a couple of months ago, one day a week, I would say four o'clock to my assistant, we don't schedule anything that's I'm going to get out and I'm going to walk. Well, I got a taste of that, Rachel, for maybe a week or two. That's all it took. So every day at four, unless it's a real big emergency, but I don't do brain surgery. So there, to me, there's no, there's no emergency. Four o'clock, no one touches that. Find your time of day when you know this is the best of you. Now, the other thing that one of my clients brought up at the very beginning, he was really struggling with this whole idea of the best of him showing up. And he said, I figured it out. Now that I'm at home, there's no routine. Versus I would drive to the, I would drive to the coffee shop, I'd listen to a podcast on my way to work. I'd mentally get present. When I figured that out of, I'm a, we're on a very strict routine in the morning, everything that I do before I start at 8 a.m. So I'm up at about 5, 5.30, but it's all me. It's all me stuff. And if I don't do that and suddenly I'm on at 8 a.m., 
I'm disjointed here because I've not done anything for me yet. And I think that's the other part that's causing fatigue. We give, 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 give from, I don't know, 7 a.m. to maybe nine o'clock at night or whatever your schedule is. And then you get frustrated, right? You get frustrated because you're thinking, well, now I'm too exhausted. I haven't worked out. I haven't. Now I've got to take care of the kids, whatever it might be. I think we just have to be more stricter with our calendars when you've got the opportunity to do it. But block, block time out in the morning to get done what you need to do to take care of yourself so that the best of you shows up every day. I love my morning routine. And when I'm working from home, I actually have my first call at 10. I don't schedule anything before that. So I have time to do my morning meditation. I have time to cuddle up with my hubby. And then I'll have my coffee. If if I'm breaking a fast, uh, say, for example, this morning, my husband actually made me some fabulous pancakes. Uh, he actually nice. makes the best pancakes. His name is <laughs> my hubby's name is Gabriel Varga. And he has a YouTube channel. He actually shares his pancake recipe. It's the cutest <laughs> thing. I kid you not. My husband, he's a pro kickboxer. And he has a video talking about his favorite pancakes. Love it. So cute. Definitely check it out. And so I have my red light therapy going, the lights coming in the bathroom, I'm getting that circadian rhythm happening. So now we're talking a little bit about biohacking here. I also wear my aura ring, which you I see I think you have on as well. And what I do is I actually will um, look at my sleep score the night before and also my readiness score. So depending on what my readiness score is and how I feel, then I can determine, okay, if my readiness score is really great. I'm going to crush life that day, but say my body needs a little bit more time to recover. I will then kind of withdraw a little bit, maybe replan my day just a bit, maybe give myself a little bit more grace. And that has allowed me to not burn out with the work that I do. I kid you not. And I swear by it. It is. And there's, there's so much studies, so many studies on this, right? That talk about the morning routine determines the rest of your day. And it really does because I'm not perfect. And when that morning routine, for whatever reason, I didn't sleep well that night. I didn't get to bed when I typically do. And I skip the workout or I get up a little later. My day is really off. I feel very disjointed. I've got to compliment you too on the juve. I don't think I shared with you. I bought the juve. It's like the best thing ever. It's so decadent. I'll actually have it going in the evening as well. And it's just my thing. I'll have, I actually keep my juve flight in my bathtub, not in my bathtub, sorry, in my bathroom (laughs) on a plant stand. So it's obviously not going to fall in the tub and, you know, don't, please do not electrocute yourself. That's the disclaimer right here. But I have a really great interview with Wes from juve. If you just head over to rachelvarga.ca forward slash blog and look up J-O-O-V-V, You can actually uh, find some more information there, but it's just these little things that I'll do to help myself land in the day. Because when I haven't taken that time, I just simply feel like I'm like floating and I'm like half here. But when you just take that time to really just ground with yourself and land, you're going to be more in the present moment. Right, right. I think the big takeaway from this, if, if your listeners haven't done this already, really evaluate the last 12 months of what's worked because what works, you want to expand that. And sometimes we're always about the weakness, the weakness, the weakness. And a lot of our coaching is, well, let's expand the strengths and the weaknesses while we want to balance those out, or we need to find a resource for it. 
I think that now, and I might have shared this on our last podcast together, this virtual world has really been a gift. Now, I know some of your listeners may not like to hear that right now, depending on what their situation is. I mean, from a standpoint, it has allowed us to really think through how do we develop now because we'll maybe never have another opportunity like this again when we are home. We're not living crazy lives, especially if you're a traveler and you're in the comfort of your home. If there's one thing that we all, no matter where they're listening in right now, this very moment, if there's one thing we've got control over, it's our development. Only you can do that. And also I will share here and then we're going to wrap things up is that my husband and I, our relationship has actually become even stronger because we've been doing more together and I have more time to see him. And I just like, I think that's really important. This time's either made or broken relationships, Mm. unfortunately. Right. And I mean, that's okay. Stuff happens. Things change. So Stacey, where can people find you? How can they pick up your book on influence, redefined being the leader you were meant to be Monday to Monday? Yeah, we have really, our goal over the last 12 months has been a resource from afar. So every social media platform, you'll find us there. A good start though, and we do a lot of video blogs like yourself to constantly be pushing out tips and recommendations. Go to our website. That's a great place to start. And I see you've got it up. It's Stacy with an E-Y, H-A-N-K-E-I-N-C.com. Mm-hmm. And it's also uh, the information to work with Stacy and check out her book and her bio is in the show notes below here on the Rachel Varga podcast, YouTube channel, channel and Facebook. Stacy, we're definitely going to have you have to have you back right, on. I'd love to. And uh, if you're hearing us for the first time, hang out, go back and check out our other episode and you can find all past episodes on rachelvarga.ca forward slash blog. And just look up Stacy Hankey and you'll see our other call there. Well, thank you, Stacy, for joining us. It's just been a pleasure having you back on the show. Oh, I love being here. Thank you so much and sending all your listeners the very, very best. Be safe. Absolutely. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you tuning into the show. I love hearing from you. Please don't be a stranger. Send me a message. Info at rachelvarga.ca is the best way to email me. You can also reach out on Instagram at rachelvargaofficial or on YouTube. I love hearing from y'all. Let me know what products or procedures you're kind of hearing about, what you're getting targeted by your social media ads. I want to know because then I can maybe talk about it because there's a lot of bad stuff out there. I don't talk about the bad stuff because I don't want to waste my time energetically, but I will share the good stuff. So please don't be a stranger. We're all kind of hanging out together. Let's, you know, just look good and take names in the process. Thanks for hanging out, Stacey. Thank you.